0: Together
1: Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show
0: Did you know today is a flashy holiday? I never realized you were so photogenic It is National Camera Day Take my picture, take my picture That's a nice camera you have there A date of focus
1: That's a terrific camera How
0: about point and shoot? Take my picture Photography lovers Say cheese. cheese
2: Cheese It's showtime
3: Everything's running smoothly
4: Yo, 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 yo! What is going on? My name's Hartzell, and this right here, it's your KC! mo Show! Baby! What's the word? Kansas City! A happy hump day, baby! Hey, to the KC morning hoes on the show today. Guess what? We take a little field trip, a little KCMS field trip. going to go kick it with our friends from the KC Pioneers. They've got a watch party over at Parlor. It's Rocket League parents, astro kids, international tourney. The KC Pioneers are represented in London, and we're gonna go check out the watch party. After that, in honor of the Kenobi series on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's right. I'ma chill for Star Wars real quick. I sure. am on the show today to celebrate the conclusion of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. We're going to play back our audio with the great Tom Kane, a Hall of Fame broadcaster and voiceover artist. He is the voice of so many of your favorite characters, including Yoda in the Star Wars Clone Wars TV show and Star Wars Rebels. He has done it all. And on the show today, we're going to have Tom Kane tell you all about it. Got a chance to record this with Scott Parks over at 98.1 KMBZ. And it means even more now because Tom Kane, the great, Great Tom Kane is now since retired. He actually suffered a stroke and so he doesn't do any of the voices anymore. So having this moment, this chance to to fanboy with an actual hero of mine, it meant the most. So my friends, rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, I love you. Kitty says hello, by the way. A good day to be a Kansas Cityan, always. I love you. We'll see ya in the morning.
2: Yeah, when it's grim, be the grim reaper and go get it.
1: The KC Morning Show.
5: All right, here we are. We're at Parlor. This is Rocket League. We're, they in London, right? The team is in London right now. We're here in Kansas City doing a watch party. The KC Pioneers in the house. Tell these folks your name, your gamer tag. Yeah, my name is Nick Richardson. I'm the director of content for the Kansas City Pioneers, and I just go by Nick Rich online.
4: We're here for this watch party. You think of a sporting KC watch party, a Chiefs, Royals, like you want that same vibe, that same energy, for Pioneers Watch Party yet?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And this is a major tournament taking place in London, like we mentioned. This is just like a a playoff game, if you will, for sporting or the Chiefs. And so we gathered here in Kansas City because not obviously everybody can afford to fly out to London. So, you know, we want to gather some of the local community and build up some hype around the games. All right, so this
4: is Game 5. We're going to watch this in real time. Uh, This is a thrilling matchup. It's the deciding Game 5, Pioneers versus some bums called Space Station. We win this. We move on to
5: the next level, correct? Yeah, quarterfinal, so we'll secure top eight, I believe, uh, in the world, which is crazy to think about. But yeah, we were up 2-0 in the series, so we started out really strong, and Space Station is definitely one of the powerhouses to worry about. They're not going down without a fight, and now we're here Game 5. Game 5 Rocket League is just incredible. If you guys haven't checked out Rocket League before, pretty much soccer, except you're in cars instead of, you know, on foot, so you see these guys flying through the air, doing some crazy air dribbles and things like that. It's very, very entertaining.
4: Yeah, it's the Fast and Furious equivalent of 3B3 Soccer, peak athleticism. Legitimately, though, I couldn't do any of this. What's the biggest misconceptions? Not just for gamers, but just in general what you do, brother. What do you think?
5: No, yeah, to be a uh, pro gamer, I mean, it takes 10,000 hours uh, of anything to become an expert. Us, staff-wise, like, we all game regularly, and we're nowhere near the pro level the skill gap that these guys play at is just insane like we're watching them casually just fly through the air and control the ball there's no single casual player that can kind of do that and as I say that space station takes a 1-0 lead in game five so with three and a half left we're going to have to make something happen.
4: And I'm watching this thing. There's commentators. You got a host for this. What do you maybe most proud of? Not just with your squad, with the Pioneers, but just the industry as a whole, man. Just like right now, we're having a watch party on a Wednesday in Kansas City as we got folks in London right now. That's awesome.
5: Yeah, COVID obviously put a damper on a lot of things. However, like for the esports industry as a whole, we really just saw the industry explode from a viewership perspective, from a gamer perspective, live streaming, all of that has just kind of blown up over the last two years. And so, you know, right now now we have a watch party of about 20 30 people here but there's 15000 people watching online and that's only because we're on the B stream. There's another 100,000 viewers watching the main stage matchup. So as the industry progresses over the next few years, we're going to continue to see growth. And there's no doubt in my mind that we can see watch parties that fill up power and light district the same way that we see for like the AFC championship game for the Chiefs. All right. So how long is this tournament going on? Is this a one day or is this the rest of the week thing? This is a rest of the week thing. So today is the first day of matches. And then we have matches Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Obviously, depending like when we win or lose, that'll determine when we play each day. But uh, yeah, it goes all weekend long and then... What's the prize pool? I think it's 300,000. 300. I know I know, first place gets 90,000. First place takes home 90K, total prize pool of 300,000 and the crazy save from the Pioneers there. This ain't no <laughs>
4: online transaction. This isn't one of those crates you gotta get. No, 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 this is real money, real stakes on the line. There's a buzz in here and it's not just here. Like you said, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of folks are watching this tournament right now, watching the pioneers
5: as we speak. Not to mention a giant crowd in London as well. These these events take place in giant arenas across the world. A couple months ago, we had one here in Kansas City for Halo that packed Bardo Hall. And it's been really just exciting to see the industry blow up, as you mentioned earlier. But... Space Station with a 2-0 lead with a minute 35. I've seen crazier things happen. We're not out of it just yet. Hey, KC is for comebacks, baby. This is what Absolutely.
4: we do. What about you all specifically? let we'll talk about the growth. So when you started,
5: when you launched, you know how many teams did you have? How many different games were you all playing in? That's a really good question. So when we launched almost, uh, almost four years ago now, we weren't really playing at the professional level in any games. We just had some content creators locally that were help spreading the word, spreading the message, gaining some fans. And that way, we could go talk to investors and sponsors and get some pro teams and so when i joined the pioneers in may of 2020 we had just 600 followers on twitter now we're sitting around 25,000. so the growth has just been exponential and uh, i don't think it's going to slow down anytime soon
4: that jump is nuts was it the covid i mean that was our content for the longest time we didn't have sports we didn't have a whole lot of live entertainment period i feel like we've got new content creators within the last couple years that now
5: have found their thing maybe that's you yeah absolutely i mean we got really lucky with the timing of covid and just the online as a whole blowing up we just scored with 48 seconds left so we're only down two so uh like i said you know it would be very patrick mahomes-esque guys flying through the air man it's not it's not easy at all i know a lot of people like to discredit playing a video game super easy and things like that but man to play at the pro level just takes as much practice as anything and space station just got blessed with one that might have been the dagger i don't know goals
4: for you goals for the pioneers more watch parties a lot more opportunities for all that foreseeable future where we headed
5: yeah, absolutely. We just want to continue to grow with the uh, local community here in Kansas City. We have one of the best sports fan communities in the nation, you know, arguably in the world. Allowed. And the merch. I mean, the merch is next. I mean, thank you, by the way. Yeah, of course. We definitely got some dope merch drop planned out for the next year or so. But more so, just building the local fan base, local communities anytime, whether it's a watch party or a charity event with our content creators. You know, if we're going out to Boulevardio like we were a couple weeks ago, we just want to show up and show out for everybody, you know. And, and we believe that... You know, in the future, as the industry cont- continues to blow up, we'll see Pioneers merch as frequently as we see sporting and the Royals and things like that. And so it's very possible, and we're just going to continue to work hard to make that dream a reality.
4: Someone's listening right now, maybe they're into gaming, they want to reach out. Maybe they're into content creation, they want to reach out. Maybe they want to do, yes, all of the above. Where do they go? How do they reach out?
5: Yeah, if you want to get in contact with us, whether you're a content creator, an aspiring pro player, if you feel like you bring something to the table, we're definitely interested. Just at Pioneers on all social medias, as well as my personal uh, email is nick at kcp.gg for any kind of business inquiries or opportunities and things like that.
4: Nick, my friend, this is dope as hell. To more of these, let's keep doing this. This is awesome. Absolutely. I'm here for it. Go Pioneers!
1: Super trooper beams are gonna blind me But I won't feel blue Like I always do Cause somewhere in the crowd there's See? You.
2: Still waiting for Tom Kane to get here. He is stuck in traffic, and it may be apropos. No, it's making it worse because I keep sweating. That Hartzell over here, who is a gigantic Tom Kane fan oh, God. and super Star Wars fanatic, has never met Tom Kane before. I knew he lived here. He does live here. I knew that part. I've been to his house. Oh, shut up! Really? It's very nice. Oh, I bet it is. By the way, in the in his basement, they have because c- uh, he's got a lot of kids. He's he's adopted like five million children, so they have like a little playground in the basement. And one of the play stations is it's at least six feet tall. Is a gigantic Tie Fighter. Oh my god! In the oh basement.
4: God. you gotta you gotta stop, man. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to go ahead and stop.
2: You're starting to sweat there. I'm starting my my heart's like. Where can feel is the heart he? <laughs> I, got, I, I got my phone ready to go. We're going to record it when he walks oh in. My God, here. Okay, here <laughs> oh, my God, he's here. Oh,
4: my God, he's here. I'm rolling. Oh, boy. Hello, Mr. Kane. I, can I leave the mic? I got to get off this mic. I got to get off this mic. Hello, sir. You? Hi, my name is Hartzell, and I am a Oh, nice to meet you. I, nice Did you know? I actually just got oh
2: the Yoda done. God. Tom, sit down over here for a second, will
4: you? Okay. Ah. <laughs> Hi, Tom Kane. Hi. Hello. Hello, Tom Kane.
2: Grab a microphone. And he's got I, a, grab your headphones. And he's got a chili pepper shirt on, so I know we're friends. Let, let's freak him out. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, look, no, no, no. You got to ease me into this. Come on, look, man. You look good, by the way. Hi. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you. Uh, let's start with uh, Admiral Akbar. Got Okay. Okay.
3: The forest moon of Endor will be in range with
2: all power to the forward
3: shields. Uh,
2: it's a trap. I just got to hear it's a trap now give me the give me your can yeah you, apparently i had to get a can
4: oh yeah and i don't know what this is for well, uh, you'll
3: see here mr Kane. <laughs> so please tell me a little me. metallic sound hello i'm c-3po human cyborg relations <gasps> and this is my counterpart r2d2 <laughs> shut up r 2 I'm on the radio oh, dear he never listens <gasps>
4: Oh, oh.
2: So when you're when you're actually recording those, Tom, do you use just a can no. for
3: that? No, but I, uh, many years ago, like geez, twenty years ago, uh, one of the engineers came down from uh. from uh, Skywalker Sound, which is up in Marin, and he was explaining they had this. They've got like a they called the the Sound Bible, but they basically have detailed instructions <laughs> to replicate every sound. So there's a certain way they tweak. You know, Vader. Sure. There's a different way that they tweak. 3PO, there's a different way, you know, all that stuff. And so I picked up an empty Coke can and started doing that. And he just just kind of looked at me and he just went... Thank you. You just negated my entire career. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Somebody <laughs> who just wrote
2: in. Maybe you should have Tom sign your arm, and since you're such oh, a fan, God. get his I, autograph tattooed I, onto I don't your know arm. About that. I brought. We got the
3: sharpie. Uh, that sounds extreme. i got the Someone sharpie. did that though one time. Did cool. they really? Pulled up pants leg. Had uh, had. Uh, I think it was Clone Clone Wars. Uh-huh. Yoda. I was about uh, to talk about that. <laughs> and I signed it. And. I honestly didn't even think of what he... he, I just thought he wanted to sign it because he's walking around with no pants, you know, shorts. And sure enough, three hours later, he comes back and pulls the bandage off. And I went, oh! Oh, "Oh, that's what you did with that. Well, this is... It is is crazy that
4: this is even happening. I pulled out... I was cleaning out some stuff at the house and I have uh, a copy of all seven seasons of the clone wars oh yes and i have it signed by dave filoni oh yeah
3: i just recorded another one about two hours ago so yeah
4: hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on you, recorded, <laughs> you recorded another what
3: you literally a couple hours ago this is a, this is, this is <laughs> stupid oh my
4: god this is amazing
3: empire at war as the planet ryloth falls under attack jedi master anakin Skywalker, you know the, <laughs> oh
4: i know all the valves! Oh, Amazing. because because that's why that show was so innovative and ahead of its time. The bringing back the newsreel feel and then going oh, yeah. into it with
3: the... that was straight from George. He you know he oh, al- really? he always said that uh, you know Star Wars was just a western in space. That's how he grew up. You know, listening to you know the Lone Ranger and and stuff. And so he said he wanted a crawl at the beginning because kids again everyone thought he was nuts. I mean, really, we were like, why do you want a crawl? You know, I'm not not you know just. Uh, a recap on every show and in such a weird voice and he said well because uh, kids can't read fast enough to to follow yeah, a crawl so i want to hear it and he just said C- you know can you do something like the old uh, radio dramas i said like you know superman or you know and he goes yeah and i went you know i've you know come with us to those thrilling days of yesteryear at the lone ranger and he's like bingo oh, you're good Got it.
4: <laughs> so, how do you get into this? Is this something you, you were just as a as a child you just did voices or?
3: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I had you know I was the poster child for ADD before they had a name for it, <laughs> right. and uh, and now I get paid for it. Yeah, I just yeah I channeled it into you know uh, I mean, my my first grade teacher Mrs. Arnold, no joke, uh, tied me to my jump my my chair with jump ropes on on many occasions because I literally couldn't sit still. Well, that's
4: a way to do it. That's a well, way. To so go about how
3: it. how can I get attention while I'm t- I do it? A chair in third grade talk oh, yeah. and i would make funny voices and make people laugh and sudden so i was like okay i can do something <laughs> so
4: are there any any voices any characters you you just kind of enjoy not more than others because i'm sure you love them all but is there any that you really just you like doing it when you get a chance to talk
3: oh well a lot of yeah i mean a lot of historical things you know i like uh, I, I was uh, jfk in the making of Forrest gum congratulations how does it feel to be an all-american congratulations how do you feel
0: I got to
1: pee.
3: <laughs> I believe he said he had to go pee. You know, <laughs> if you go to the World War II Museum, mm-hmm. uh, Tom, I, I've known Tom Hanks a little bit off and on for years, and he knew I did all these things. So they needed to recreate some historically accurate voices um, for the World War ii Museum. So I, if you go to the World War ii Museum, I'm uh, I'm uh, Winston Churchill, I'm Edward R. Murrow oh, and I'm Adolf Hitler.
2: the old trip are down. you are you really? Yeah und
3: yeah. nicht you know, something like that. This and, is excellent. This is And amazing. Church- Churchill of <laughs> course if the British Empire should last for a thousand years. This will still be England's finest hour. That is and so good. Did you, just good get, did did you get chills? The, I just got chills. A this bit. is Edward R. Worrell coming to you live from London you know as the blitz continues in its third month the people of england are you know do you have
2: 45 more minutes for him to geek out <laughs> yeah, on your uh, sure my day just watching, got wide open watching your reaction <laughs> watching your reaction and i can only imagine what it's like for tom it warms my heart i can't
4: stop smiling this is so cool i grew up i remember i can tell you right this now is where so i was so much fun to watch i can tell well, you right good. the first time i experienced star wars was the re-release in 97 my dad took oh, me oh, and, yeah. my dad took me and my twin i remember
2: <laughs> tom like, and i it was remember yesterday. when it
3: first came out wow well, oh, where yeah, funny okay f- Funny little thing we got to get to break so uh, be go, quick but I, go, go ahead when those when the movie trailer came out for the re-release in theaters it was a all you saw was a little television and you heard for 25 yeah. years yeah. you've seen star yeah. wars well that was also me so <laughs> what you oh, heard was it really? yeah for 25 years you've seen star wars like this and now bomb 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 you know <laughs> i have that commercial saved on my laptop right <laughs> well, now i'm not even kidding oh sorry. my you're kidding me this is, this oh that's a, hilarious
2: i love a, watching you geek out man it, it, it takes me well, back to when i was a I kid like it, it's
4: fun feels like home i love it i love it love it
2: love all it. right well, uh, tom Kane, the great tom Kane. Is and we've only touched on the voices. I'm exhausted. We haven't done. We haven't done. Don't do it yet. We haven't done Morgan Freeman. Mm. We haven't done Yoda.
3: My nine year old son's in the room. You said the great Tom Kane, and he got this funny frown on his face. What? (laughs) (laughs) You talking about him? (laughs) My dad. Tom Kane joins us in (laughs) studio
2: with Hartzell. I'm Scott Parks on KMBC. Impressive most impressive. The KC Morning Show. Alright, welcome back. Uh, we'll do Festival's Friday coming your way right at uh, 5 o'clock.
3: Your thoughts betray you, young oh, Skywalker. <laughs> there is a sister. You have a twin sister. And now your betrayal is complete. <laughs> If you will not be turned to the dark side, then perhaps she will. (laughs) <laughs> that's about as close as I can get. That's my, pretty good. My Vader that's socks. That's pretty good.
2: But... I'm pulling all this audio, Scott. I'm James Old <laughs> Jones just retired. I am pulling this audio. Oh, Hi wish. Uh, the great Tom Kane is joining us in studio. The uh, great Tom Kane. The voice of Yoda. The voice of Admiral Ackbar. Yularen.
3: Admiral Yularen. For those who The really opening narrator in The Clone Wars. A few other random characters throughout 3PO. the series. Oh. Yeah, well, that's actually... Yeah, 3PO is how I started uh, working uh, for Lucasfilm. It was back in the late 90s, and nobody had any idea what these Weird computer games were. That's just silly. (laughs) You know, who's going to do that? And so they were like, there's no way, and we're going to fly a producer to London. To record Anthony Daniels for this weird thing that no one thought was ever going to go anywhere. Was
4: that for Shadows of the Empire?
3: Yeah. I think so. Gotcha. I've, as far as I know, I've been in almost every Star Wars video game. That's what they tell me. <sighs> that I'm the only one that... <laughs> that's I'm, what your paycheck <laughs> tells you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. But the... Uh, you know, what, I mean, you, well, you know, we all do this. All, everybody that's in radio and stuff, when we, you, know, you get headphones on the first time, you you play. You're just like, you want to hear how it sound like. Ooh, I can sound like Darth Vader. So, you know, I... I was new to the business, and I'm still literally pooping myself because I'm I'm got a f- script in front of me that has Lucasfilm Limited on it, and I'm going, "How the heck did a boy from Prairie Village get here?"
4: Did they send you that stuff under like lock and key,
3: or they bring it in and they take it away? Oh, um, now they, if it's a TV show, they'll they'll email it to me, and it's coded. It's a it's encrypted and uh, there's a password and stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah, but if it's if it's a feature film, no, I have to go back. I have to go there and go to the Disney back lot or the well. The, you, box. They
2: fly you out to Los Angeles. They hand you the script. You record it and then you leave. And yes, didn't, didn't you tell me one time you only see the parts that you're in? Yes.
3: Yeah. They wow. they they uh they will make the uh, you know there might be anywhere from ten to fifteen people in the room doing various you know dying stormtroopers and aliens and stuff. And like when I recorded uh, uh, Akvar for the last one, they're just like, okay, everybody go uh, take a break and get out of here. And Tom, you hang out here. And I'm, of course, I'm going, oh. Am I fired? Or, I mean, what, what's going on? So and all of a sudden, and walks, you know, Ryan Johnson, the director, and I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh, well, we're going to do the Akbar stuff." Well, I didn't even know there was any Akbar stuff. None of us did, and
4: it was awesome.
3: Yeah, nobody. Yeah, and you know, they've got your script has got your name watermarked on it, and they have a security guard. The room you're in is big enough to hold like a you know thirty piece orchestra. It's a theater, but no chairs. You know, they just have folding chairs. So, but instead it's just us so they they have some guy that's sitting under the screen but he's looking at us we're looking at the screen his job is to stare at us and if, if if you happen to pick up your cell phone to call your wife and it's pointed at the screen suddenly you get a little tap on the shoulder and he reaches out and takes it out of your hand because oh, no you've way. signed a paper saying he can do that
4: this is fascinating
3: and uh fascinating. And god help you
4: Are you happy? I am thrilled right now. I am thrilled.
3: But no, so I was just goofing around, and I was reading C-3PO lines. And what I didn't know was the whole backstory, that, uh, and they recorded some of it, and the director went back up to Skywalker Ranch, walked in with a Walkman, played 15 seconds of it for George, and George apparently was like, what? And he goes, that's that's not Anthony. Well, okay, who, who the heck is that? Well, that's Tommy, lives in L.A., so we thought maybe we'd use him for this video game thing, this computer game thing. And he goes, okay, yeah, that's fine.
2: From the text line, I am loving listening to the heart-soul-gasms. <laughs> <laughs>
4: not wrong. Not wrong no. at all. I don't know. I'm making this up as I go.
1: The KC
0: Morning Show.
2: I got nothing left, Scott. What, I'm wait, exhausted. I'm, one of the highlights of my day oh, man. is going to be when I, I I had to leave the studio for a second, ran back to the back office. And I walked by, and all I see is Hartzell with his head in the palm of his hand like this, <laughs> smiling like this, <laughs> staring at Tom Kane. And I'm like, I go, you know what? Today's a good
3: day. I just need to start bringing my kids in here so they can hear all this praise and adulation. <laughs> yes. You
2: got references, my friend. Uh, you definitely got references.
3: Well, you know, Scott and I were just talking about, you know, my son's just kind of sitting there with headphones on, playing on an iPad, and he's like, <laughs> he, he, couldn't does, he just couldn't care less. But <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm an accountant. He just, he doesn't care. He's yeah. dead. Well, my, although I must say, it was a few years back, the one time I saw all my older kids, I've got a bunch of kids, that were just drop-dead stunned. Is the doorbell rang, and my at that time twelve year old daughter uh, ran to the door, and I told him, I said, yeah, I guess we got some friends coming over. You know, you can hang or not or whatever. And uh, she opens the door, and and she comes walking in, and my two of my other kids kind of look up, and they're literally all their mouths just were like, because uh, uh, it was Mark Hamill. It was Luke, Luke Skywalker, and his <laughs> yeah. his wife Mar- Mary Lou, and the daughter Chelsea. And uh, was this in
2: L.A. or yeah, here? It was in L.A. So oh. they
3: were just they were. Just, although Mary does come to town, they do come to town once in a while. The kind of they don't publicize it because she has relatives that live near you. You bring
2: him here. If, Absolutely. If, if,
3: if they come in, I will, I will. You I will, tell them.
2: You tell them. I will. I will keep I will. my hands to myself.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if he'll do it, I'll do it. <laughs> he's he's a he's a wonder he's so not what people think he's he's hilarious he's wacky he's a lot more visible and he's he does like talk shows and comedy things you know he's a voice actor oh yeah oh he's he's one of the very few that belongs in voiceover his joker one of the best for 10 years it was so good that i was told that that They were considering using him for the Joker that ultimately went to Heath Ledger just because of what a ridiculously cool performance it was. No way. And then they, you know, and they went with Heath, and that was the right thing to do because that was just unmatchable. But yeah, I mean, he just, he's, I mean, you know, he'll walk into a room. And you, you know, everyone has this image of, you know, you know, Luke Skywalker being this kind of dour, you know, and now bling- yeah. No, he'll walk in, sit down at a grand piano, and start belting out show tunes. <laughs> no you know, it's just really? yeah, hilarious. Wow. No, He's great, he's right. just very nice. Let's do a couple more voices. And can you work
2: in Hartzell and in some of these? We'll get that with I, Mor- when we do Morgan Freeman I later. Just, I need that on the record. Uh, <laughs> and you're not my voice puppet. Oh, but, I love but it. You, you you know, you love it. You know I How love about a little it. Woodhouse?
3: A little, uh, uh, he's a character from a TV show called uh, oh, what is it again? Oh, Archer, yes, he's everyone's favorite 86 year old heroin addict. My favorite <laughs> was uh, he walks in and he's. Kind of weaving uh, back and forth. He's got a tray of cocktails and he is. He's supposed to be a heroin addict. Yep. And yep. Uh, he is. Yep. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Archer goes, Oh my God. Woodhouse, are you stoned again? And he goes, Tripping Bowls.
4: <laughs> I remember Tripping Bowls. Uh. <laughs> are they all pretty decent people?
3: Uh, yeah. Voiceover people almost entirely are nice folks because, and, and there's just a really simple reason, there's nothing that I do that they can't find a replacement for in about two weeks as much as I enjoy what I do. And it's like, it really is uh, a job where the reason you keep doing it is because you're You're, nice. you're good and you're nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a guy uh, who was a DJ from Mississippi who became known uh, for his, his mimicry. Yeah. He would do a lot of cartoon characters and darned if he wasn't fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And, uh, when Casey, when Casey Kasem stopped yeah. doing, oh, like hey, Scoob, you know, when he when he stopped doing uh, a Shaggy, you know, they they needed a a new Shaggy, and you know it was the you know 10, 15 years fifteen years ago or more. So the internet was around enough, and people were like, yeah, there's some DJ that's doing it all the time, and he's just phenomenal. So they flew him out and hired him. So the guy was, uh, you know, suddenly he was doing uh, Shaggy. Well, the only problem was he was a good parrot. Couldn't act his way out of a paper bag. Oh. And they, I, you know, we'd sit there in a session, and they just would have to feed him lines. They would just hmm. say this, and the director would read it, and he'd just copy so, so, it, man. So, so he wasn't a voice actor. He was a voice. He was a voice parrot. Yeah. yeah. and um, But this guy had a job for freaking life if he'd had just been less than a – and I'm not saying his name because he's an epic mm, okay. D, D. Right. Right. Um, He started, I mean, again, this is a voiceover guy. He started. Right off the bat, telling well, he he needed to be picked up at LAX in a limousine. Oh, one of those times <laughs> he had to because oh, you know I'm the voice of of Shaggy. i like, Parks type. I'm like of. I'm like no, dude. I'm, no. I'm freaking Yoda. I don't get a limousine. Who yes. the hell? Yes, Tom. Who the heck are you? Yes, and, I'm Yoda. I don't get a
2: limousine. So,
3: so they uh, yes, they, Tom. He just kept getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> and and what really what really the the fork stick a fork in me. I'm done. Yeah. There's a guy named Frank Welker who is the the original voice of Freddy on Scooby Doo, yep. and he's still working. He's probably in his late 60s. He started Freddy at like 18, huh. and he's he's Jabber Jaws. He's a million different things. But what Frank's mostly known for is he does all the animal noises. All, growing up, the the Benji movies. Oh, every little dog noise <clears throat> you heard in the Benji movies was Frank Welker. If you see a com- a commercial that's got a chittering chipmunk in it, that's Frank Welker. So, but he, again, the nicest human being ever. Yeah. Frank is just a p- prince. He's sitting there, and of course, now he, you know, he was in his 60, early 60s, and his, you know, he's trying to do Freddie, which is a higher pitched voice, you yeah. know. And he's like, uh, some days it's hard, you know. And the director's like, Nah, now nah, you're getting a little too raspy. Can you can you do it? And then this mm, from Mississippi goes goes, hey, if the old guy can't hack it, let me me try. I I can do better than that. And Jess Harnell, who is yakko or wacko on the Animaniacs and a million other things, came out of his chair and had to be restrained. He was about to deck him. (laughs) Because
4: there's a fine line between copying
3: and acting. And respect. And
4: respect, absolutely. But this
3: guy had a gig that would have lasted for decades. And they said, you know what? You need to go back to Mississippi and never set foot in this town again.
2: Good. And they did. They fired him. Good. Yeah. All right. We're going to save Yoda for the end.
3: Do you want penguins or do you want uh, uh, Shawshank? I want Shawshank. I first met Andy Dufresne in the summer of 1932. He was the widest peep I've ever met. He was a good man, convicted wrongly, as so many said they were, but I believed him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tell me that is
3: not. And you can tell Miss Daisy I'm not driving her wrinkly white butt around anymore.
2: Right now, my father
4: is screaming in his car,
2: as am I internally. This Tell him the story about the Morgan Freeman credit card commercial. Oh well That's I, one of my favorite stories that you Well got. I
3: I dummy I for years I've dummied things for him. Um uh, for Morgan Freeman. For Morgan Freeman, yeah, they like I did all the visa stuff for years, but it was him. But the, I would record it first, so they could edit to it and cut to it, and, and kind stuff. of
2: pace it, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. exactly. And um, so he he came in one day, and they were petrified of him not knowing that they're like they would never don't play it don't nothing they just they would just have him come in and read it and in their head they'd be like well we need to go a little faster a little slower to match the thing tom did and one day there was some filling in engineer or something and he goes well let me play you back what you did and uh, you can you know match that and he goes i i, I didn't do anything and he's like well no I'll, I'll play you the scratch track and he goes i i've never never done a scratch track for visa and he's like, well, he's like, well, no, here. And he plays it. And about then, the producers walk in, and they're just going, oh, God, oh, God. Because they thought he might get mad right, or something. Right, And he's just such a cool guy that he was like, so who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and they said, well, it's this guy named Tom Kane, and, you know, he's, he just we just have him do it. And he goes... Well, why the hell don't you just use him?
1: <laughs> yeah, and they did
3: it. <laughs> well, for one, yeah, yeah, I did. He was in a car accident.
4: You're saying that Morgan Freeman lip-synced you? Uh,
3: Essentially? Kind of, yeah. Oh, I mean, you couldn't see the lips, but uh, he I, things. But, but
2: like in the commercial, like if it was on a radio show oh, or a yeah, station, yeah. it was Tom Kane.
3: Maybe it's the extra effort. Maybe it's this. Maybe or maybe she just wanted it a little bit harder. But, Visa, it's everywhere you want to be. <laughs> Well, my I got his son. I fooled his son, Alphonse. I had just recorded some. I have a, I kind of. I have a deal with his his uh, agent. I talked to years ago because there are a few guys in the country that try to sell themselves as cheap Morgan Freeman, which I would never do. I mean, like, first of all, I don't want to get sued for a, for a few hundred dollars. There's a
4: market for Morgan
3: Freeman. There's a few guys that, fortunately, <laughs> they're not very good. But I actually, I just I just did a couple that were on the Ellen Ellen show and Jimmy Kimmel. They they use me every couple of months. If you think that's Morgan Freeman, that's actually me on the Ellen show. <laughs> Is that right? But but the, um, no, and this this guy was literally sending out emails to ad agencies saying, don't spend a million dollars on Morgan Freeman. I'll do it for $100. You know, that kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. oh, are you so stupid. And the, you can get
2: in big trouble for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: And uh, anyway, the his agent, uh, I get a phone call from William Morris, you know, in Beverly Hills thinking that's me. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I would never do that. What, what? First of all, do you think i charge $100 for anything? <laughs> and, and, and second of all, why well, wouldn't disrespect the man that way. It's right. like, that's, just, yeah. that's just, just awful. And he's like, he goes, well, we thought it was. But, but anyway, I said, no. I said, here's the deal. I only do things that get him work. Right. I, you know, if it's, it's, I do trailers for his movies. I, I do commercials where they're using me to pitch the client on spending half a million dollars on Morgan Freeman. You know, so I'm like, that, that's all I'm really doing is making a few hundred dollars so that they can pitch someone to pay him a few hundred thousand. And the agent was like, oh, okay, that's, that's, that's fine.
2: <laughs> all right, we, we, we got to get to the break. The great Tom Kane. But before we go, can you say something like, in Morgan Freeman's voice, uh, I love being on the air with my main man, Hartzell.
3: If there's one thing that I found is as true as the sunrise, it's that I like being on there. With soul. We'll leave it at
2: that. (laughs) I can't talk. (laughs) Uh, From the text line. Tom, you're not a voice puppet. You know that, right? (laughs) Oh, thank you. But uh, they want to know, can Tom do some Disney stuff for us?
3: Well, I don't do many Disney characters. Um, I've just never, you know, they're, they're a company that has had their sort of stable of people. You say
2: that, but you're in Star Wars. That's right. Well, you, you are a now, Disney. Well, guy now, now
3: they are. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. But But, you know, Gorsk, go. I guess, got go, goofy. <laughs> you know. The guy who's now Mickey Mouse was just here a couple of months ago. He came over for dinner, but he's, uh, you know, he's like late 20s. The guy 30s. who does
2: Mickey Mouse is in his 20s now.
3: now yeah, and he, he worked at Hallmark. No right? way. Yeah, he would get lots of laughs and attention at his phenomenal Mickey Mouse, and somebody, you know, like put a chunk of it online. At someone at Disney. <laughs> Uh, when uh, Wally w- I was Wally Winger Wally was getting too old to do it someone said well there's this guy on the interwebs that <clears throat> sounds just like Mickey Mouse and they flew him out there and signed him well, you up know, and- you know that's
2: how Journey got their new lead singer uh,
3: Arniel Pineda or
2: something <laughs> oh, yeah. like that oh yeah. yeah he would, he yeah. would-
3: <laughs> isn't he an Asian guy or Filipino He's Filipino, Filipino. Yes.
2: And, and he would put uh, videos of himself singing journey songs on the internet he's dead on youtube on, yeah. isn't he? oh he's spot i've seen him he's spot on but question is that acting or just copying
4: and pasting the songs he sings well, he, he does the, a good steve perry
3: but that's my you know that's what that's what i do that's my career i mean there's some uh, uh, there's some voiceover guys most of them i would say they do try to come up with a new spin something you know spongebob you know tom kinney They're most most of the voiceover guys in the industry are stand-up comics and they got into voiceover because if you want to get anywhere on a national show if you want to be on the late show or kimmel or whatever you have to live in la if you're a stand-up comic i mean yeah you tour but you live there you have an agent there and that same agent also reps people for commercials movie trailers cartoons Mm -hmm. video games so when they find out they do all these wacky voices they just start sending these stand-up guys out to you know for auditions and voila that's but that's almost everybody the only person i know that wasn't a stand-up before he got discovered is jim cummings who's well yeah (laughs) winnie the pooh and tigger and he was working at a hollywood video and and an agent just he he was just joking around There, you know, there's you know, TV screens around the ceiling, and you know, something came on from a Disney movie. And he, it was Winnie, and he said, Oh, bother, you know, did whatever, you know. And about the fifth time she heard him doing this, she goes, Do you you have an agent? And he goes, For what?
2: This is a guided video story. Uh, from the text <coughs> line real quick. That's excellent. Um, somebody get, better get Hartzell a new pair of pants. <laughs> yep. This is yep. awesome. Uh, Hartzell has just melted into a giant puddle onto uh. the carpet.
4: How awesome is this, huh? <laughs> you,
2: you guys geeking out on, on Tom is actually kind of cute. Aww. I always love when Tom is on, but this one has been priceless. Thank you. Well, thank uh, you. And Tom, we get this one every time you're on. So answer it as honestly as you can. Yeah, sure. Uh, Tom, my daughter is desperately wanting to be an actress, mm-hmm. not a voice actress, an actress. Uh, do you have any advice for her?
3: Well, uh, first of all, I would need to know the age of your daughter. If it's a kid, I would say don't do it because um, she'd be surrounded by a bunch of uh, really yicky people uh, that, that, that would... Have thoughts about her that you don't want anybody having thoughts about your daughter. Okay, is that um,
4: it's is that prevalent, really?
3: Yeah, more so with guys. No, the way. casting couch uh, is mostly run by men now, and so your you know twelve-year-old, thirteen-year-old boys. Are Let's more. assume she's eighteen. Then she'd have to find out if she's any good. You know, take some classes, especially improv. There's nothing that'll help you succeed as an actor, an actress, or a voiceover person better than just lots of improv because you have to think on your feet and you're in front of people flying by the seat of your pants. You're going to fail. You're going to make an idiot out of yourself. You're going to do all kinds of things. And if you get used to the point where you don't care... You know, you got 30 people in front of you watching you screw up or succeed or whatever. After a while, you don't care anymore. And that's one of the things that people find so hard. They get terrified. They're like, they go to an audition, and there's 12 people going, okay, read this like a French chef, you know, (laughs) and you don't give your best performance. But yeah, improv classes, whatever. And again, it depends what kind of acting. If she wants to do theater, like live theater, well, that exists in 50 cities. She'd go to Atlanta. She could Mm -hmm. do it, you know. All kinds of places. If she wants to do film, she's got to go to Atlanta or uh, LA.
2: I hope I made your day. This is awesome. I hope he made your day. Uh, <laughs> I could stay. before we get to, You can stay as long as you want. Oh, right. Before we get to the news, oh, right. uh, Sean Connery.
3: Oh, there was a time when I met Sean Connery, and he made me try to do his voice because he said he knew I did, and other people try it all the time, and it sucked. So I leaned over and whispered in his ear as a bit of Sean. And he stood back and he goes, it's not bad. I've heard better.
2: (laughs) And and before we get to the news, we've promised it all out. Oh, yes. The great Yoda.
3: Greetings, Hartzell. Search the force and a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet.
4: (laughs) Spot on, Yoda. Spot on, Yoda.
0: (laughs) A long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn Could talk the Federation into maybe Cutting them a little slack But their response, it didn't thrill us They locked the door and tried to kill us We escaped from that gas And met Jar Jar and Boss Nass We took a bongo from the scene And we went to feed to see the queen We all wound up on task. Tatooine, that's where we found this boy Oh my, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm going to be a Jedi Did you know this junkyard slave is uneven? to stay We all fought in that epic war, and it wasn't long at all before Little Hotshot flew his plane and saved the day And in the end some gunkins died Some ships blew up and some pilots fried A lot of folks were croaking The battle droids were broken And the Jedi Met up with Darth Maul and now he's toast Well I'm still here and he's a ghost I guess I'll train this boy And I was singing My, my, this here Anakin guy Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry He left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye Saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi I'm gonna be a Jedi You're listening to the KC
1: Morning Show